welcome to Quarantine in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Season 2, Episode 8, The Final Lockdown. Attend me now, my faithful companions, for surely our lives depend upon how we act in these our final hours. First off, Daoud, you're a princess, so remember to tell her that immediately so that she feels she has to be polite enough until she knows your weakness. Weakness? Yes. Do not, under any circumstances, tell my grandmother that you don't have any land or anything worth bringing into a marriage, and we might all survive the night. Chartier, you have the loot? Of course. You know how my grandmama hates musicians. So if anyone seems about to mention that Dayu has no land, you're going to strum the lute very loudly. If we're lucky, she'll accept my noble sacrifice while the rest of you all run. Run, yes, to your defense because there's no way we're letting her lay a finger on you. If she really starts making things difficult, I can try reasoning with her. By which I mean start an exorcism. Brother Brannock, I'm not really sure why you wanted to come and suffer through a Christmas with my grandmother, but thank you. I'm not sure there's an exorcism strong enough for my grandmama, so we might all need a miraculous resurrection to revive us before the night is over. Yes, about that not having any land issue, Corentin, I should probably mention that there's an ancient grudge between my ancestors and yours over some castle that was stolen before the founding of East. Actually, that's why Dayu the Drastic went and built on the sea in the first place. Hopefully your grandmama can bury the hatchet for an evening. Oh, she's good at burying hatchets, but only into people's backs. I never thought I'd say this, but it's really too bad that the stotification restrictions have lifted enough to allow gatherings of up to ten people. Again. Yes, and even worse that Grandmama still holds a grudge for missing last year's festivities. If I turned down her invitation this year, I'd definitely be disowned. I suppose it's too much to hope for another inexplicable snowstorm. Maybe not. We've already gotten ten flakes of snow. Any last words? No? Oh well. Here goes, into the dragon's lair! <coughs> Not your kind of dragon, Sybil. <coughs> I'd rather be knocking at death's door. I, Lady Heckler of Iceland, being of sound mind and iron will, do here set forth my last testament that my earthly goods may be bequeathed according to the following conditions. Really, Hecla, my dearest fount of suffering, must you do this every Christmas? Of course, my darling undeparted love. I couldn't die knowing I had forgotten to include a sentence about the instrument of torture I intend to have named after me. When future generations are flogged, I want it to be with Heckler's heartstrings. As opposed to a mere tongue lashing, which, my darling, you always do with such marvellous viciousness. And with my misbegotten layabout of a grandson coming to stay, I'm sure I'll have the chance to do so again soon. Speaking of whom, should I leave here my least best castle? 
The one that's on the verge of crumbling into the sea? Yes, I have the deed right here. Oh, no, it's fallen off the table. Let me pick it up for you, my dearest. Oh, maybe not. Curse my spectral fingers. Oh, sometimes I do miss your heavy-handed ways. <clears throat> Next, my jewels, I bequeath to whomever my errant grandson wishes to marry, as long as she meets the following lists of specifications. Rich, respectable, educated, law-abiding, merciless, strong of mind and body, capable of turning a hopeless idler into a functioning member of high society, and, of course, rich. Anything else? She should be in possession of... Of course. In possession of a castle of her own in case of domestic froideur. I was going to say immense beauty. This is why I'm in charge of the list of specifications. Also, it's my will. You've already had your chance, and you left a quarter of your earthly goods to your favourite hawk. It took me a week to cut him out of the will with very tiny shears. But you weren't left wanting for anything either. And don't you want our grandson to have as happy a marriage as ours? Well... Remember what always kept us together? Yes. Being the two most attractive people within a thousand miles. Exactly. And of course, our fabulous wealth. <laughs> Not to mention the fun we always had with the peasants. Do you remember when we put old Gregoire in the pillory and all the peasants used our names as curse words for a month afterward? It was always good to know they cared. Who the devil is that? They've made me blotch this parchment. Grandmama! Grandfather! I have come with news that will surely bring you as much joy as I feel in seeing you both in such fine health oh. and spirits. Ha! Huh. Grandson, I am not deceived. You think this news will bring me no joy whatsoever. But Grandmama, I want you to meet Princess Dayu of East. Lady Hecla, it is an honor to finally make your acquaintance. Princess, surely you must have your own Christmas feast to go to in your own lands, which are no doubt magnificent. None so fine as yours, milady. Ah, so you've abandoned your own people on this holy day in order to feast at my superior table without ever having invited me to yours, I note. I beg your patience, Lady Hecla, for our banquet table has had few guests of late. No doubt you will be invited when we next open our doors. Oh, no. Good day, Lady Hecla, and a Merry Christmas. Lord Gurren, how dare you come here uninvited? I thought I had made my thoughts on your permanent state of unwelcome perfectly clear years ago. Lady Hecla, we didn't intend to impose. We were flying past on our way to the Great Hall of Heorot, but it's too dark to see our dragon out there. Uh, couldn't we at least stay until the clouds lift? <sighs> With 
our dragon. He just really doesn't like the cold, you see. Ha! A bit of cold will put scales on his hide. Besides, there's no room for a 32-foot dragon under my roof. Grandmama! Quarantine. I wasn't expecting to find you here, but it's a pleasure to see you. And Brannock, and- Guards, seize these jolly miscreants and throw them out of this castle. But you must give them sanctuary. Sanctuary? Does this look like a church? Judging by all the instruments of torture. Absolutely not. But Hecla, my dearest Tempest, if you throw them out in the cold and they perish, they might end up haunting our grounds. If you're going to murder them, couldn't you do it in the forest? Nonsense. I'm not going out into the forest, not even for you, my love. But you make a very valid point. Guards, seize these intruders, escort them out into the cold, and don't leave them until you're past the thorn trees. Milady, if nothing else will persuade you, perhaps you would have mercy on them for my sake. You could make it a wedding present. Wedding? Yes, Lady Hecla, your grandson and I are soon to be wed. <gasps> what? what? Not while I have breath in my body. Wait, what? And if your grandson failed to invite you to the wedding, it's probably because you're a- Dayu. Because- because you're a few miles away from his castle and the invitation got lost on the way. You know how unreliable messengers are. Dastardly grandson, I distinctly told you that you would need my blessing to marry. And now you make an alliance with this wastrel? Excuse me, but I am a princess. Ha! You are princess of naught but the barren waves. And the fact you have attempted to maintain otherwise makes you a liar, too. And a poor one at that. Didn't you think I'd heard about how you sank your realm? I am still Princess of East, even if it is at the bottom of the ocean. Bah! The Diutes have gone soft since the days of old. Your ancestors would have called upon whatever dark powers it took to raise their island to new heights. And not even a princess will dictate who is or is not welcome in my home. Guards, cast these two worthless creatures out from my gates. No, if you throw them out into the cold, I'm going with them. You don't have the guts for that. How dare you attempt to defy me? You will suffer in the dungeons for your insolence. If such is the hospitality of your halls, Lady Hecla, I would rather go to the dungeon. Yes, or be thrown out. Preferably thrown out. Well, grandson, at least you won't be starved for company. Consider it your Christmas gift. Couldn't we just talk it out over some mulled wine and a game of blind man's bluff? I think the time for that has passed, my love, based on the dozen guards suddenly closing in on all sides. <laughs> Gurren, the friend, I'll come and rescue you. Oh, no, wait, I'm the one who needs rescuing. I'm going, I'm going. Dayu, much as I adore you, and you have my eternal respect for defying my grandmama, I don't understand what possessed you to announce our engagement right then. Not that I'm protesting, at least about the engagement part, but you might have mentioned it to me first. I'm sorry, Corentin. You are under no obligation to accept that proposal. I just couldn't think of anything better to say in the moment. 
Well, at least Lady Hecla would never have her own grandson executed. And it would be nice if you could get her to go easy on the torture when it comes to myself. Oh, and Dayu and Brannock. Hang on, where is Brannock? I don't know, I was a bit distracted. I don't know, I was a lot distracted. The lucky devil, I'm sure he'll turn up. I should never have spoken, this is all my fault. It was my idea to come here, it's my fault too. Though it wasn't exactly my idea to get engaged, maybe we should discuss that while we're all stuck together here. <laughs> oh god, I've brought you to tears. I can't bear being responsible for breaking my favorite bard's heart. The engagement is off. I am only weeping the happy tears of someone whose work is complete. Didn't I set out to bring you two together? But, Chartier, I cannot bear to see you miserable. I made up my mind back at my own castle. I will step aside, and you two will marry. No. I am in your debt, and I cannot repay it by breaking your heart. I will enter a convent and leave all music, light, and joy to the two of you. Farewell. Your Highness, we're still locked in a dungeon together? Oh, right. But since you bring it up, do you think I can have music, light, and joy with the knowledge that you don't have any of those things? No, of course not. You two can't live without each other. It's decided. Yes, it is. Where's the nearest nunnery? Don't I get any say in this? Of course you do, but only if you propose something that you can be happy with. In that case, yeah, this could take a while. This is terrible. Why couldn't Lady Hecla have thrown us all in the dungeon? Then we would have been together. At least this way, we can break them out, my love. Well, yes, of course. It'll be so nice to finally catch up with them. I'm sure they'd love to hear all about the disappearing cows and the black market beef smugglers. Yes, of course, but I think we should start with our most exciting news first. Oh, look, a bridge. That's the way to the North Gate. That's how I used to sneak in back when, well, you know. Oh dear, that gate is bristling with guards. We'll have to find a stealthier option. Never fear. There's also a secret passage here somewhere. If only I can remember where the entrance is. Someone's coming. Quick, my love, look innocent. <laughs> oh, Garen, the friend. When has looking innocent ever helped anyone escape Hecla's wrath? Brannock! Oh, it's all right. You can both stop embracing me now. Oh, this is marvelous. How did you escape Lady Hecla's clutches? It wasn't that hard. She was distracted by the rest of you. I snuck through the nearest corridor and looked for a side door. But I don't know where she put Corentin, Chartier, and Dayu. Not to worry. She always uses the same cell for Corentin. I know where the keys are kept. Lady Hecla always carries a set with her. But we can't just steal them off her belt. Of course not. I found it much easier to get a hold of the jailer's keys. He takes them off when he naps. And I know how to get into his chamber. Oh, good. Where's that? Well, if we're on the north side of the castle, we'll have to get around past the cursed gates. And the volcanic tower. You, you can't miss it. It's the really pointy one. As opposed to all the other pointy towers. Right, this might take a while. Maybe we should just ask Precious to melt through the bars. <laughs> Lafrenne, dearest. There's no way to do that without roasting everyone alive. 
Plus, he's a little too big to fit through the passageways. Good point. He does still need to work on his flame control. We should get Precious to tear the roof off instead. He can do that without harming anyone. You know, I think it'll be better if I just get the keys. Oh my goodness. Is that a dragon? Oh yes, this is Sybil. I was planning to bring her straight to your sanctuary, only one thing kept leading to the next and the next until suddenly I'm here with you, plotting unrepentant larceny. Incidentally, can I leave Sybil with you? Just in case I'm caught looking for the keys. Of course, we can look after her. I was going to tell you all about her in a letter, but then I thought I'd tell you in person after breaking the curse of Ys. And obviously that didn't happen. Speaking of news that can't be written down in a letter, Brannock, I should tell you. And he's gone. I'm sure there'll be another chance. Although he has just run back into the castle of the most ruthless lady in Bretagne, so maybe not. We should probably just follow him. Look, Dayu and Sharche, we've been here for at least an hour and we are going in circles. I don't see what else we can do. I won't marry someone who would be unhappy being married to me. The trouble is, Quarantin, I'm not sure I would be unhappy married to you. Exactly what I've been saying. You two should continue with your engagement. But what about you? I have loved you both passionately. I cannot lie. But if you love each other, I will be happy for you. Eventually. And I have loved both of you more and more since you've been at the castle. But if we all love each other, why must any of us be unhappy? Because we're still in my grandmama's dungeon and there's a guard coming? A guard? How dare he? Does he not know we're in the middle of something here? This might be our chance to escape. Quick, Charte, distract him with the loot. If I can just reach through these bars, I'll steal his keys. Corantem, prepare for battle! From the other side of the bars? With no weapons? Sure, why not? I've fought with worse odds before. My faithful companions, this is truly our final hour! Shh! Don't tell them that. You'll give them ideas. Quarantin. Gurren? Lafren? How did you two get back in? Uh, actually, wait. Don't tell me. It was through the Lover's Midden. Oh, is that what it's called? That's the one. I'd forgotten the name. I didn't get a chance to say this before, but it really is good to see you two again. It's wonderful to see you too. It was a stroke of luck that we arrived the same day. I never expected you would go visit your grandmama for Christmas. Lord Gurren! How's the loot? You know each other? Maybe we should make our introductions while we're escaping. Yes, finally, a proposition I am full-heartedly in favor of. Come on, let's go. Gurren, out with the keys. Um, about that. You have got the keys. Well, no. Brannock went to find them. We were going to join him, but we came upon the dungeon instead. Right. And Brannock still traipsing uninvited through my grandmama's castle in search of the key to the deepest dungeon? There is no way that could go wrong. We're going to have to go rescue him, too, before the night is out, aren't we? Probably. But first, I promise by all my dragon's fire, we'll get you out of this cell. Somehow. Ah, <sighs> that's wonderful. Why is there never a dragon when you need one? Yes, Precious is excellent at rescuing people. Of course he is. But we do have another dragon. Not you again. Don't come near my loot, you scaly demon. And I'd 
bet she would be able to deal with the door perfectly. Go get the door, Sybil. Oh, there's a good girl. See that keyhole? Everyone, stand back from the door. Well done, Sybil. Well, that was much less disastrous than I expected. You sound almost disappointed. Though chances are that a guard heard us. So might I propose we get out of here? Didn't you say you knew a secret passage? Which one? The one with the eel-infested moat or the one with the uncomfortably close holly hedges? There is also the one that goes along the roof. How do you propose we decide? Rock parchment dagger? Shouldn't we find Brannock first? Good point. Which way was the jailer's room? Right past those guards. Who are heading our way. Quick, into the forbidden wine cellar. No, that was bricked up years ago. But the next corridor should bring us around the other side. If we're extremely lucky and extremely quiet. And don't mix up the hall door with the door to the poison gardens. We'll make it. Oh, I can't believe I was even considering leaving my least best castle to my unworthy grandson. But Hecla, darling, it's such a ruinous old thing. It's practically a punishment. Where's that mouldering deed? Ah! The possessor of this deed holds full rights to Chateau East and all its domains, including the roofless tree-filled rooms that offer full view of the sky where burning arrows destroyed the roofs and the gaping holes where the battering rams crumbled our garden walls. Ah, yes, Corentin, my spectral love. Is that why you left the chateau in my control? No, actually. You were the one who cut Sebastian the hawk out of my will. It was supposed to go to him. Huh. Next you'll be telling me to throw my castle's keys to your favourite wolves. No, that grandson of ours has finally gone too far. I'll show him. I'll excise all mention of him, his future wives, or wife, and his heirs from this will. Lady Hecla. This is definitely not the... I mean, I was just... I was just... I was... Oh, God, I knew I shouldn't have taken those last rites. But actually, now that you're here, and I'm here, perhaps I could come a bit closer and, I don't know, perform some extreme unction? Brother Brannock, there's no need to approach me, for I am hardly in extremis. Of course. May I say how much better you're looking than last time we met? When you were a stoat. Perhaps I could bestow a simple Christmas blessing instead. If you knew the fate that befell the last priest to cross me, you would not be so quick to try my patience. I'm sure everything could be resolved with the right approach. That's the key. I mean, um, I mean the key to reconciliation. Reconciliation is for the weak, and you have no business here. God! Wait! I can help you with the will. Why would you do that? Well, you need someone to witness your will, and your grandson is in a cell, and your husband is, of course, no offence, a ghost. He might have a point there. Very well. Come here and sign my will, priest. Oh, good. Here, let me just... Not that one! Oh, indeed. This page seems to be referring to a coastal fortress. Previously belonging to one Dayu, Queen of East? The most important part being, 
previously. Now, without further delays, sign. Yes, you'd both better keep a very, very good watch on my pen hand to make sure that I'm doing this correctly. You know, witness me witnessing this document and all that. Yes, and now that you're watching... Oh. Oh, sorry. Was that my sleeve? It's all right. I just haven't been touched that way in a very long time. Although, next time, do you mind warming your hands up just a little bit before you put them through my- Good God. Oh, you shameless lecher. Well, now that the will is all signed and everything is going well, I'll just be going- Not with those keys. Keys? Oh, these keys. They're just for my sacramental wine cupboard. You know, so that no one can steal the chalices. And you're not swallowing that. Are you? Not for an instant, thief! Ha! Ah! No! Yes, you have failed, brother. And now that my keys are returned to my side, I have another task for you. Unless you want to feel the wrath of my heartstrings. Is it to get out of your castle and never return? Because I can do that. No. You are going to do my bidding and talk sense into Corentin. You know, I'm really much better at marrying people than breaking them up. Ah, yes. It was you who united that disgustingly noble lord and that horrendously generous lady, wasn't it? If you mean Gurren and Lefren, yes. And they're very happy. So if you want to destroy your grandson's chances at love, you'll have to do it yourself. I'm more than capable of that. But it's Christmas, and I'm in a generous mood, and it will be far more entertaining to have you destroy yourself as punishment for your clumsy attempt to liberate them. Threaten me all you like, I'm not doing it. They might be more willing to listen to a friend. Exactly. Wait, no, I'm not going to do this. Very well, then. If you're going to need further persuading... How fortunate... That I left Heckler's heartstrings so close to hand. I'm almost certain the second secret passage was this way. Why do all the scary passageways look the same by insufficient torchlight? Don't ask me. I haven't been here since she redecorated and... Oh no. Stop right there. I have your priest. Grandmama, put those heartstrings down. But weren't you in the dungeons? I thought I was supposed to be rescuing you. Yes, well, Sybil had a bit of a meltdown through a solid iron door. Which means that you are just in time to see what happens to those who cross me. No, you will see what happens to those who break all laws of hospitality. Our dragon is just outside, and if this bard plays the right chord, he will break down your battlements and bring death and destruction to this hall. I'm, I'm not actually sure he will. Indeed he will not. Your beast is in my grounds, surrounded by fifty armed guards. How dare you! Fifty? He's perfectly safe, which is more than you can hope for. Especially now that this priest has just helped me disinherit you. Oh, well, if that's all, Grandmama, you have no more sway over me or anyone else in my protection, and we will be going now. What? I mean, it was only ever a matter of time, and I never needed your castles anyway. I just can't believe I put up with this for so long. Well, you will have nothing from me. And if you marry this 
princess. You will gain nothing but a kingdom at the bottom of the sea. And true love. I'm assuming. And also this castle. Princess Dayu, I believe this deed should be in your hands. That deed belongs to me. And possession is nine-tenths of the law, only when relating to demons. I'm not sure that's how demons work. And this deed definitely says that whoever holds it holds the castle, so- Guards! Guards, seize these knaves! Aren't they all out guarding that dragon? Hellfire! But I still have my heartstrings! Oh no you don't! Ah! Quick! The loot! Quick, don't let the deed catch fire! Dao, take the scroll! Hand that back, you ruinous princess! Or you'll feel the same wrath my ancestors unleashed upon yours. Lady Hecla, your forebear's foul deeds have long been the bane of my people, and today- Uh, you finally have the chance to do a good deed? Wait, think how that would look. People would talk. Exactly. I will not have people say that I have become merciful in my old age. Yes, of course, but if you gave Chateau East and its lands back to Princess Dao, people might actually talk well of you for once? Lady Hecla, Princess Dao might well be the only noblewoman who would willingly marry your grandson. Surely it's better to have him marry Dao than no one. And if you gave Dao the castle, it would come back into your family once they'd married. So what do you really lose? A damnably old, crumbling monstrosity that was barely worth the effort of conquering and maintaining. Hmm. The advantages of giving it away might actually outweigh the benefits of keeping it. How peculiar. It would save you buying a wedding gift. Well, actually, we weren't totally decided on that front. Though I think we can stretch a point if it gets us out of here. Yes, I think that's best for all of us. Then... It is decided. Brother Brannock, you will witness this new deed, ceding Chateau East to Princess Dayu. I'm not going to do your bidding again. Oh wait, I actually want that. There we go. One Chateau East is now officially returned to the Dayus of East. Now, throw this will on the fire. Corinthair, you are no longer disinherited. Thank you? I look forward to disinheriting you again next year. What are you still doing in my castle? Get out before I change my mind! I can't believe it! She's actually letting us go? Sorry about helping disinherit you, but it worked out in the end. With this deed I am decided. I will devote myself to the renovation of Chateau East. Do you think Elouan would be willing to work on it? He does love a challenge. Who would have thought that the deed to a decrepit castle would actually fix everything? Fix what? It started with Tinderbox, and then there was a song, and now I'm not sure what's going on. Dayu, I was thinking about what you said before we were so suddenly interrupted. And you're right. Why must we three be unhappy? I think I have enough affection to go around, and I love both of you. I wish I could marry you both. But if that isn't possible, perhaps, at least, we can all live with each other? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it might be complicated, but it won't be harder than making myself a new loot. Again. In that case, let us try it. Still, I think it should be a long engagement. We've only known each other a couple of months, even if they were eventful enough to fill several years. Indeed. 
<sighs> Precious! Ah, uh, I should have known those guards couldn't hold him long. I wonder where he could possibly have gotten to this time. Well, this is certainly going to make it hard to get to Heorot. Yes, at this point we've missed the Christmas feast. I suppose we'll just have to negotiate about that dragon sword over Twelfth Night instead. And hope my cousins don't take issue with yet another dragon turning up. Well, my castle is a good deal closer than Herat, and the people of East were planning some magnificent festivities as we left. I'm sure they wouldn't mind a few extra guests, in accordance with all the measures of solitude that may still be in force, of course. Is that an invitation, Lord Corentin? Really, brother? We've been staying there for the past two months. It's just a shame I won't be able to provide musical accompaniment to the feast. You can borrow my lute. And, oh, the friend should tell you. We have news worthy of a song. Yes! It turns out dragons can be terribly territorial and don't take too well to the idea of being kept in a sanctuary. But... If we can secure part of the Heorot horde from Gurin's cousins, we'll be able to launch a High Flyers Club for Lady Petronilla, a Dragon Dowsers League, and a Wild Dragon Protection Force instead. Precious is going to help us make sure wild dragons aren't threatened by knights or damsels. That's wonderful. But why do you think Gurin's cousins are just going to hand over a horde? It shouldn't be too difficult. They're all convinced it's a bit cursed. Precious! There you are. There's someone you should meet. Oh, look at that. Oh, she perched on his nose. Yes, he is going a bit cross-eyed, isn't he? They're getting along like a house on fire. Well, maybe that's the wrong image to use. I think it's adorable. He'll make such a good brother to our... Oh, wait, maybe I wasn't supposed to mention that. You're... Excuse me, I know you just told us your most exciting news, but are you sure there isn't something else you think you should be mentioning right about now? It's still too early to know, but we think we might have a child at last. We might even have twins. Oh, my friends, I am so truly happy for you. I will sing them lullabies. And I'll rock them like the waves of the sea. Congratulations. Can we tell everyone? Not yet. We want to wait until we're sure. But think how proud the abbess will be as a grandmother. I've already written to Nolwyn to see if she can attend to the delivery. She also wants to help raise the orphaned baby dragons who have been sent our way and help them learn to be fierce enough to get back out into the wild. Maybe she should meet Sybil as well. She's already outgrowing my sleeve and she needs more dragons for company. If it's not too much to ask of you and Nolwyn. Of course. But what about you, Brannock? I've been thinking. After Christmas, I want a journey to the Green Chapel. I hear it's a place of strange wonders and occasional miracles, and it'll be a good opportunity to contemplate the divine with a certain measure of peace and quiet. Well, Brother Brannock, we will certainly miss you. But if there's anyone who deserves a few quiet miracles, that would certainly be you. Indeed. Well then, shall we go? On Precious? Can he carry all of us? Of course! Precious, we've got a few extra passengers, but there'll be a feast for us all if you can bring us to Corrington's castle. Uh -huh. Ah, the green chapel at last. It really is peaceful out here. And so green it almost looks like it's glowing. Oh, my mistake. It is. 
How are the candles flashing like that? Is that a dice table? Several dice tables. Brother Brannock? Oh, God, Bellador. What are you doing here? Some of my associates have become quite familiar with this forest, and I've been looking for a new venture myself. Brother, I've been thinking, if you're still looking for purpose and still enjoy marrying people, do you mind if I send you a couple or two to marry? With the utmost discretion? This seems like the sort of thing that could get me unfrocked. In your dreams, brother. Why do people keep saying that? Brother Rannick, I'm quite certain that it is within your power to make many people ecstatically happy. And to that end... Take these pre-written marriage contracts. Everything has already been worked out. All you need to do is fill in the couple's names. They're mostly tinderbox matches right now. I don't know why they're having such trouble getting permission to marry. So this is what they meant by the Green Chapel being a place of strange wonders. Oh, and there's no need to put your real name. Or the chapel's. You know, just in case. Good God. Bellador, where did you get these? Actually, it was Tazan's idea. Let me just say that we are once again in business. Thank you for listening to Corentin in Quarantine. Featuring David Lone as Corentin, Rachel Carley as Dayu, James Din as Charte and Corentin the Tenth, Karen Murray Burquist as Brannock, Caroline Bowden as Grandmama Hecla, Chris Langton as Gurren, Sandra Mills as Lafren, and Erin Scothorn as Bellador, Sybil, and Precious. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen Murray Bergquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rusnock, with loot noises by James Din. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Quarantine in Quarantine, or support our fabulous cast and crew by donating to our coffee page through the link in the show notes. You can also become a long-term supporter of our current and future projects at patreon.com slash practicalfantasists. Thank you to our current patrons, Lee, Jazz, and Comical Skate. If you wish to donate to the well-being of dragons in the wild, your best option is to leave a small hoard of gold in the nearest cave. As always, please like, subscribe, leave a review, and share the love. Thank you to everyone who has joined us on this adventure.